Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where comedians do art and have a chat. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I'm joined by the fantastic Amy Matthews. Such a lovely girl, such a talented painter. We had a very nice time and if you want to see our artworks from the episode, remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod. And if you're painting along with us, then do keep sending in your artworks. We love to see them and you're all incredibly talented. See you on the other side. Hello, Amy. Hello, Annie. How Thanks are you? Thanks so much for doing this. Oh, all the way from Scotland. Yes, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read out an intro for you, if that's okay. Oh, goodness. I, I, I'm this is this. always the most awkward bit. I can't wait. I'm going to make, we'll make sustained it. eye contact. <laughs> Amy Matthews is a comedian and actor who has been described by Broadway World as Lily Allen meets Kate McKinnon. Amy was a regular in BBC Scotland's BAFTA award-winning mockumentary Squat Squat Squad. Yes, let's Squat Squad. Oh dear. <laughs> and has appeared in sketches for Channel 4's Sparks series. Squatches. Squatches. <laughs> squat, squat, squat. She gigs regularly around the UK and has supported former secret artist's guest Jess Foster Q on tour. Amy is also an artist and I'm delighted to have her on the podcast. Oh, that's very lovely. Sorry Thank about you, when Annie. I said Squat Squad. Do you know what? I think it's, it's due a rebrand. Yeah. I think that's fine. Squat Squad's nice, isn't it? Uh, it's nice, yeah. That's Hello, lovely. thanks for coming. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I also realised, uh, listening to that back, I need to hope that neither Lily Allen nor Kate McKinnon get cancelled at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's, yeah, that would be a shame. Hopefully they it? won't. Um, Fingers crossed. How how did you feel about that description of yourself? I was. Do you know what? It, that's. I was actually fine with it. I was okay. nervous. Well done. You you've really <laughs> pulled it out of the bag. That was lovely. Thank you. Um. So I'm right in thinking you studied art. Is that right? Um. I so I did my art A level a year early. Ooh. Um, so I haven't actually studied it for ages. Okay. Um. Why did you do it a year early? Because my so teacher there. told me to. <gasps> Um, that's huge lovely Mr Vinton um, and, and did you do well at it I did alright yeah. yeah and um, I do you know what I'm glad you've mentioned that actually this is terrible podcasting but um, I was going through my stuff in um, prep for this this lovely pod mm-hmm. um, I was going through I'm in my childhood bedroom at the moment because okay. I'm staying with my folks for a couple of nights um, and I realised I had all my old school artwork oh wow so I had to draw through and there's something from I think this is year 10 so how old are oh, you at wow. year 10 Gosh. Year 10, is that pre-GCSE year? Is that sort yes. of 15 maybe? Yeah, I think so. It's got something from my year 10 art um, thing and it looks like, it looks a little bit like you. Oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm we'll nervous. have to upload this in some way. But what's really nice is it's a person peeping from behind a red curtain. So it looks like you're just about to go on stage. But it's got like kind of your hair. <laughs> wow. It's quite, um, it's like a sort of face from a horror film. I see what you mean though. Now it looks like I've just been wildly offensive towards you. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, one I did earlier. Yeah. Um, it looks like I'm you know sort of about to kill someone it does or who, who is it supposed to be if not me just a just a, a little a brain person just someone oh you from, just made her up not made her up for my brain <gasps> wow um, and now you get to meet her <laughs> i manifested you into existence but what yeah. was the inspo um that's a very good face by the way given that oh, you've done it from um, from your head thank you it's a bit long it's a bit of a long face mm. um and the nose is bad <laughs> But, it's good um, and the hands are good are the hands from from your mind I, I don't I probably I probably just did that with my hand I'd probably just posed my own hand I think mm-hmm. um, I love hands I'm fascinated by hands I really like them hands are always the the part I'm most nervous about drawing or Draw- painting yes I think but I also think they're an underrated feature like in a person like you know mm. people say oh they've got lovely eyes or they've got yeah. lovely, lovely smile I think lovely hands are a lovely thing you have got nice hands oh that's you, very you've kind. got sort of long fingers I've got longish fingers. I've also just started being able to grow my nails. I've had like tiny little paper boy nails. I do like, like your nail art. Thank you. Um, it's like drip. It's quite Halloweeny, isn't it? It's like dripping black paint. Yeah, monochrome with some. It reminds me of the yin, yin and yang. Yes, it is. It is. Isn't how it? do you do your left hand? You're right-handed, aren't you? Yeah, I do it. I do it with. Sorry, with how my, do you do with, your right hand? I do my, my right hand just with my left. Just you got to believe in yourself. Oh, really? Just back yourself. <laughs> just back I find yourself. that so difficult. I think I think um, I think your hand can just smell fear. I think you just have to yeah. go in. It's the same with if I ever do anything with my hair. I'm terrible with hair straighteners. Terrible, you know, doing. So is your are your lovely waves just your lovely hair? Yeah, that's my natural hair. Yeah, but How if I try you. and do those like curled, you know, like bridesmaid curls, yeah, then I can only do it on the left hand side of my hair. And okay. I, so how do you how do you use your left hand? That's why I've brought you on the <laughs> podcast. I do, I just think you've got to go in with complete conviction. Okay. And then very little can go wrong. Speaking of going in with conviction, <laughs> shall we start Let's. painting? Oh gosh. Do you want to Let's talk me through it. your choice of muse? Yeah, so my muse is um chefs smoking in alleyways at the back of their restaurant. I love that. I love that as an idea. I just think there's it's so romantic. Mm-hmm. Whenever, I, whenever, I, and I can't quite put my finger on why I find it so poetic. I find it um, disgusting because <laughs> <laughs> all I think when I see that is, oh, you yeah, your hands in to, my food. Yeah, and their little crocs are always in a sort of rat-infested puddle. Yeah, there's something about I don't know what it is. There's something about it that I find very poetic and very. Um, I think it's like sort of seeing under a car bonnet it's like mm. the the ugly mechanics yeah of something that on the, the other side yeah is very curtain. yeah I think there's I don't know why it is that I I like it but I often this is going to make me sound insane but I often stop in the street if I if I see it like mm. I, I will stop and like just just have a little look I actually took a photo the other day not chef smoking but paramedic smoking I always find that <laughs> less poetic, I, I guess <laughs> I guess not really romantic oh, no. or disgusting just quite sad but um quite sad. maybe I'll use that photo as sort of inspiration for my chefs nice yeah I'm, I'm good I found it Did I, I found a it? smoking chef on mine 
So are you gonna you're gonna do yours like sort of romantic image? Well, I don't know if it's inherent. I I think I just find it romantic by default. I don't mm. think it's um. The smoke um, is quite a nice addition, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's knowing that you've sort of glimpsed a little um. A little five minutes of that person's rest or serenity between what you know is chaos That's in their true. workplace. Have you ever worked in a restaurant? I have. I um, I worked in a golf club when I was quite young and I worked a bit in the kitchen, a bit as waitstaff and a bit behind the bar. And you learn very quickly that people are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> people suck. It's good life training, I think, <laughs> it being is. a waitress. I think that's why I went into comedy because it means that I get the microphone, they're in my house. Yeah, you don't have to be nice to know <laughs> You can literally swear at them yeah. <laughs> and they thank you for it. Um, so that painting that you brought with you of, mm. of me. Yeah, <laughs> of you. Is that the My last premonition. time you put um, paint to paper? No, I, um, do you know, when I did my undergrad, I got into painting again a lot. I used to do a lot of, I lived in Cornwall for a while. Um, oh, no, did you go to Falmouth? No, I went to um, Exeter University, oh, um, yes. but they've they've got three campuses, Exeter, and one of them is is in Falmouth, so it's like near Falmouth Uni. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I lived there for a few years and got really into painting, um, painting landscapes again, which uh, that's I mean that's quite predictable, isn't it? To seascapes, lots of seascapes. God, Lovely. so paint. I got very good at painting the shore. <laughs> I love a seascape. Yeah. I yeah. did a lot of those in lockdown. It's quite calming. It is very calming. And I think this, yeah, I used to, I do, did a bit of that. I also, what else did I used to? I really, I've always really enjoyed faces. Mm -hmm. I like painting faces a lot. Um, Are you going to do a close up of the um, chef's face? I do don't think? know, because I think it needs a bit of, um, needs a bit of mise-en-scene, doesn't it? It needs mm. a bit of needs a bit of uh, bit of context, bit of scenery, bit of context. Yeah, for sure. Which restaurant do you imagine that your chef is working at? Great, great question. At the back of spoons, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's uh, let me have a think. It used to annoy me when I worked at a restaurant that if you didn't smoke, you would never get a get break. a break. It still makes me cross. I said to my friend Molly, who's the manager, I was like, um, "I don't smoke. Can I just go and stand outside for five minutes?" Yeah. And she was like, "No." You it's wild isn't it yeah outrageous um, yeah i think i'd probably start smoking to have a rest well i thought about it and then i thought that's maybe not <laughs> why is it saying the what? yeah um but yeah have you worked in yeah i worked in a an italian restaurant in oxford Ooh, and nice. a pub in herne hill in south east London. lovely yeah it was very fun and i mean it's incredibly stressful and hard work but it's a very sociable job. I just sort is. of love it. Yeah, I had really nice people. I really got on with the people I worked with actually. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, the and I, I worked in a, yeah I worked in a, my local pub as well when I was a teenager, and that was quite nice. And when did you get into doing comedy? I can't remember what you studied at Exeter. Was I it? did um, I did literature English English literature at undergrad, and then I did modernist poetry in my for my masters. Very nice. Which I did in Edinburgh, which is why I just sort of stayed. Oh uh, yeah. So, um, do you like living in Scotland? I do. Yeah, I love it. Um, I I sort of split my time quite evenly now between between Scotland and and particularly sort of south southeast of England, but um, but yeah, it's a lovely, lovely place. Mm -hmm. 
I saw you wrote an article in Chortle recently. I did. On I did. Association. Yes. Are yes. you happy to to talk, of course. talk us through that? Definitely. So, um, yeah, it was something I um, had quite a stressful year last year, and um, the the fallout of it. Once I've distracted myself because I've given my chef the tiniest little head. <laughs> <laughs> I never usually use tiny head. black paint, but I have for the sake of his sort of apron oh, and well done. Um, do we have a hat. do we have a rubber or are we just vibing? Hmm, do you know what we don't question. need? I don't actually think I brought a rubber. That's okay. I'll use my I'm hand. So sorry. Nature's rubber. Um, yes. So I had quite a stressful year last year, and uh, as a result, in September. 2022 I, I started getting episodes of um dissociation which is sort of like where you feel like once removed from your own body it's quite a strange sensation to describe um and you yeah you sort of the way I describe it in the show is it's like you know you know when you go and see a 3d film mm-hmm. and you take your 3d glasses off and you can see sort of two frames like one is slightly detached and behind the other one yeah that's sort of what it feels like you're like detached and behind from your own body and it's like a it's often loads of people get it for different reasons but it's uh, for for me it was I'd had a sort of prolonged period of uh like extreme highs and then extreme lows and it was a way of sort of protecting me from two extremes and um and it's it's a very odd feeling. It's it's not it's, it's sort of neutral. It's not good or bad. Mm. It's just a strange. Sort how of how did you know that that's what it was? Well, I had um, my familiarity with it came from when I was a teenager. I had a, an ex boyfriend of mine um, had it uh, from it was like a drug induced side effect. Um, and I remember him describing it to me. He and the way he, he put it quite cleverly actually. He said, you know, when you watch like Peep Show, mm. and you can see how the characters are interacting with each other, and it is that kind of there's a there's an awareness of being like once removed from like the sort of voice that you're listening to yeah um it was that's how he'd sort of described it and um so when and then when I was at uni I had I had an ear infection years ago and the side effect of that was dissociation and so I knew what it was when it happened yeah I remember I was sat in a uh, seminar and I was looking at my hands going well I know they're my hands but and just, is it like you stop feeling sensation in them? It's more just, that no, there's like a it's just dulled. It's um, yeah. you know, like, or if you're like really hungover, <laughs> you sort of feel like everything is slightly numbed out a little bit. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. It's I definitely feel like I read your article and I definitely was like, I think I've had that. Yeah, well, so do you know what? That's a really nice thing that has happened off the back of um, both the article, but also um, the show itself because the show talks about it a, a fair bit and. Um, it, that's been the really nice thing about it is that I've had strangers either message me afterwards or get in touch and say, oh, my God, I've had that and didn't know there was a name for it. Or mm. um, I just thought it was like a sort of side effect of feeling low or depressed. Yeah, or... Exa- yeah, it can be like so many different things. And um, yeah, it's, it's just a very strange. And as I say, it's sort of neutral. It's neither good or bad. It's just um, it just is. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just it's just something that I think so many people are familiar with the sensation of but didn't know there was like a a word for it Mm. so it's been it's been nice that that's um that sort of uh, reached a few people I suppose yeah I've definitely had gigs where I don't know whether this job just lends itself better to feelings like that but when Mm. you're sort of having to be in the moment in the room but you're also remembering material or I've often oh yeah 
in bad gigs more than good gigs have that feeling of like watching myself from above oh yes and also I don't know if you get this but I have two monologues happening when I'm on stage so I've got the one that's coming out of my mouth Mm -hmm. and then I've got the one that's happening in my head that's like that woman's going to knock her wine over. I can yeah, see she's, yeah. she's, she's, yeah, of course. Yeah, we there we go. Have she's to knocked have it over. Both happening yeah. simultaneously, I think. And they are like, they're, 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 they're whole words happening. You know, it's not just, uh, yeah, it's like two, um, two tapes playing at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and does, um, creating help with those oh, feelings, like being, um, creating art or, that's or a writing? That's a good question. I think, um, I think when it's uh, it's happening less and less now because things are slightly less stressful for me. But um, but yeah, I think it's a it's definitely a way of um, I think when it comes to writing or or drawing or anything like that, in a way you're almost leaning into the dissociation. You're sort of mm. there's something meditative about it, isn't there? Where you're almost disengaging a little bit. So yeah. in some way, it probably. Um, have you heard the theory that if you're anxious, you should just um, pretend that you're excited? And because the symptoms are very similar, you sort of trick your brain into going, yeah. oh, yeah, no, this is the same thing. I wonder whether sort of um, drawing or writing mindlessly for dissociation might do the same thing, where you mm. sort of lean into the symptoms of it and then it becomes something else. Um, yeah, I've definitely had that with nerves when you have to just yes. sort of act like you're not oh, yeah. nervous or Ooh, just yes. talk about it less or imagine the gig going really well and then oh, God, yeah. if it does you're like great I just I just chose to believe that was going to happen it did my happen. friend um my friend Susan Riddle very good Canadian she said um apparently the chemical assault we sort of inflict on our bodies every time we go on stage is equivalent to a small car crash isn't that mad? That's awful. I do think this is probably the worst job for your body of yeah. all time. Yes. The extreme highs and extreme lows. Yep. And yeah, I guess just that constant adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's not... Um, You're like putting your body in fight or flight all the time. Totally, totally. And then having to recalibrate afterwards. And I think, you know, that's why there's a lot of... Um, you know, substance abuse and and all sorts in this mm. line of work. I think there's lots of people require a yeah a way to recalibrate after. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny speaking about hospitality as well. It's the same thing. You know, there's so there's so much kind of drink and drugs in yeah. hospitality for the same reason. You know, you finish a shift at two a.m. and then you need something that's gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna even you out, don't you? Yeah. Um, luckily, I'm petrified of drugs. <laughs> They're scary. Don't do drugs. I find kids. them very scary. I have no judgment at all for anyone who does them recreationally, but I um, do drugs. Kids. Do drugs, everyone. Uh, be cool. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Annie McGrath from Secret Artist Podcast. Just thought I'd pop in and interrupt myself to promote my gig, Annie McGrath and Friends, which is coming up on the 31st of October, aka Halloween. Ooh. If you're not out trick-or-treating, then I would urge you to come to 21 Soho, where I will be joined by a fantastic lineup of comedians. Vittorio Angeloni, Elf Lyons, Sean McLaughlin, Dan Cook and Bronwyn Sweeney. And it's going to be a great night of stand-up. So book tickets via 21 Soho's website and hopefully see you there. Ooh. 
I'm scared. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you have any favorite artists? Oh, I do. I've got I've got quite a few. Um there's a good art scene in Edinburgh, isn't there? There is very good art scene in Edinburgh. Um I I re- I remember the first painting that I I remember like stopping me in my tracks was I think it's Olivia Verhoeven, Verhoeven. Mm. Um it's called uh I think Event 1 and it was in the Saatchi gosh probably 2012 13 mm-hmm. and uh it's this sort of really long landscape um uh canvas where it's like a really surreal scene yeah um of people in like an events hall and it's um and it makes you feel like when you walk past it you feel like you're in the scene the way that's the sort of sporadic um sort of strange otherworldly mm. event going on and the way it's positioned means that yeah when you step in front of it you sort of feel like you're in it and I thought that was really oh, amazing cool. um so yeah that was the first thing I really sort of loved I um I like a lot of surrealism I like Ma- uh, Max Ernst and um oh, yeah. gosh what well, uh, I've got some Dora Carrington and Dorothy Tanning or Dorothy Tanning mm-hmm. um in my room um Feels like she's been sort of overlooked until oh completely years completely she's and sort of Dali esque isn't she but yeah very very uh, a woman <laughs> of course just she's got a really brilliantly yeah wonderful brain um, and there's some of her stuff's really funny as well mm. uh, but yeah so there's and do you know what the uh, modern modern gallery in Edinburgh's got some brilliant surrealist stuff got a really good uh, surrealism collection. Mm-hmm. Um, what other what other artists do I really love? Do so you get to go to a lot of exhibitions? I try as, as much as possible. And do you know what? It's, it's always such a good thing. Obviously, we travel so much with this job. Mm-hmm. And um, galleries, t- I mean, we're very fortunate in this country tend to be free. So I try as much as possible to, to go to galleries or museum spaces when I'm in a, a new city. Yeah. One of my favourites actually is the, the Baltic in Newcastle. I think it's such a great space. Do you know what? I don't think I've ever been to Newcastle. It's so great. I love it so much. Maybe I have for one gig, but I think it was like... In and out. In and out. Yeah. Train back to Leeds. One of those. Yeah. But it's... um, Gosh, yeah, that's a really... That's an amazing space. And uh, Heather Philipson, uh, who I think is probably in popular culture, is mainly known for her fourth plinth installation. She did the uh, whipped cream with a fly and the drone on it. 
Yeah. Uh, With the cherry. And the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But her installation in the Baltic, it escapes me what it was called now, but was one of the most incredible, like immersive uh, exhibitions I've ever seen. She like recreated a futuristic uh, sort of agricultural farm. Oh, cool. So there was like this, these mounds of soil and like a giant cat um, and all this farm equipment with um, uh, augmented reality mm. seagulls in it. And she she pumped the smell of manure through the oh through the God. space. It was it was wild. It was absolutely bonkers, but brilliant. I thought it was so good. Um, and I was in there. If for I do that for your Edinburgh show, pump the smell of manure. <laughs> I think most the of the venues come with that ready made. True. Mm. <laughs> do you own any art, Amy? Um, what art do I own? Um, do you know I've I've got um, a really early print of uh, there's a, a brilliant artist called Jasmine Mills, who um, again I think she's represented by Saatchi actually, and mm. she. Uh, she, she was. Uh, she lived with a friend of mine at, at, when I was at uni, and um, I did a piece on her, like our student paper, and because uh, I was just obsessed with her stuff, it's yeah. amazing. She does really interesting. Do you know what? I think very up your strata. She's she does quite similar kind of um, slightly abstract figures in sort of expansive landscapes, and that's, that's my yeah. my dream. <laughs> and um, she's oh she's brilliant and there was a piece of hers that I loved and she gave me a, a, a very very good deal on a print of it uh when I first moved to Edinburgh oh, and nice. now she's now she's all all very successful and stuff which is is nice you could sell it on um <laughs> so um yeah I've got that in I've got that in my flat I've got um also, I think formerly of this podcast as well, Rob Orton. Um, yeah. I've got one of his originals in, in my room. It's, he did a uh, poster for, uh, I think in pastels or chalk, I can't quite remember, mm-hmm. uh, of um, In Heaven the Onions Make You Laugh. <laughs> and he's got this, yeah, he sort of drew a big onion in the middle and his, his lovely font that he does he's on everything. Brilliant. So I've got that in my room. Um, I've got some Aubrey Beardsley prints as well. Nice. Um, Oh, and I thought this was really lovely. Actually, my show last year, I had a a cartoonist from the New Yorker come, mm-hmm. and she uh, made a cartoon based off one of the punchlines in my show, um, and like wrote my name on the little plant pot in the That's in the scene, cool. and I got that I got that sort of printed and framed and put in my room. So I've got some bits and bobs, um, and it's- there's a there's a photographer called Sue Bunnell as well uh i think edinburgh based who does um a lot of really beautiful photography mm-hmm. and i went to her exhibition and bought a uh, one of her sort of small prints uh, does very sort of wes anderson-esque symmetrical uh muted palette uh pieces and they're really nice, nice as well um i love your poster for edinburgh your underwater oh, thank scene. You. that's very cool that was a yeah an ordeal. Yeah, how did you <laughs> how did you do that? Well, I went to so my local swimming pool was Drumshoe Baths, um, which is like an old Victorian bathhouse that, that like there's no way in hell I could ever afford. Um, but they it's like a sort of one of these private members bath club things that I find very daunting, mm. um, and uh, and we just hired it for two hours and um, I yeah and I was just in like 
normal clothes. And uh, we had to, gosh, I had to like dive to the bottom of the pool. It's like a two meter pool. Let all of the air out of my lungs at the bottom because otherwise you just float to the top because mm. your lungs act as like buoyancy aids. So you got you get to the bottom of the pool in all your clothes, let all the air out of your lungs, and then just as your body is like, oh well, we're, we're about to keel over, <laughs> you've got to sort of look demure <laughs> and, and open your eyes and mouth and. Pose. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had your eyes open. Yeah, I I, I'm all right with my eyes open. I'm a bit of a water baby. I really love being in water. Me too. Um, yeah, it's great. So I did um that bit was all right, but it was the it was the sort of um the almost drowning that was a bit more and stressful. And how was the photographer how how could he see? Oh, she's amazing. She, she's gosh. <laughs> we're we're absolutely bugging it. Sexism really <laughs> really um, She um she's uh Felicity Crawshaw amazing she does a lot of water photography mm-hmm. um and but she's also done editorial stuff as well so I was like she's the perfect fe- like perfect person to ask and mm-hmm. yeah she came up and um she had a sort of submersible camera with a little uh mirror on the top so that she could see what oh, she amazing. was doing very it's very cool. yeah it's very clever and is that a theme to do with your show is it um it's yeah so yeah it's a little bit linked to the sensation of dissociation but also um there's a it's very uncool to like hosier these days but um i've i've really got into his second album there's a album he's got called wasteland baby Mm -hmm. and um uh one of the lyrics is in it was um the choiceless hope in grief which is very dramatic but Mm -hmm. uh it it's sort of the log line for the show and um the album artwork for that is him underwater so I sort of thought I'd pay homage to that homage uh to that at the same time as it sort of being thematically relevant as well nice um but yeah I think that's the most fun thing I do of it Uh, sent him the photo of it yeah no maybe I should I imagine he's got quite a lot on (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know he might like it might he who's to say who's to say um for my last Edinburgh show, I had a lamb round my neck. I saw that poster. It was, was glorious. Quite a fun, quite a fun poster. Did quite you? How did you? Day. How did you do that? Um, me and Ed Moore, the photographer, went to a farm in Newbury, and this very nice couple who owned a load of Jacobs lambs just let me like try out a few on my neck. Really? <laughs> and some of them were very not into it, but. Oh, but that's there lovely, that, isn't it? That one that just sort of, yeah, I managed to get in a very good position and he was sweet. Um, but just after I did that poster, there was like a big advertising campaign. I can't remember what fashion magazine, but something like Vogue or L or something. But, uh-huh. And Harry Styles was doing the exact <laughs> same thing. You did it first. I did it first. Are you doing a sort of puff of smoke coming out? Um, I am doing a little puff of smoke, yeah. Um, I've also, I've realised I'm, I'm still in pencil land. I've not even oh, touched wow. paint yet. Interesting. Well, um, you can stay in pencil land if you'd prefer. I, do you know what? We'll see, we'll see. I'm quite see, scared of... On. It's quite scared I'm of acrylics. I'm in paint land. Great. I'm almost in finish land, weirdly. Stop it. You're not. Maybe I'm even. I think it's because I've just been gabbing, haven't I? (laughs) No, but that's good. Because you're the guest. (laughs) Um, If you could own any artwork in the world, 
Well, which would you choose? Goodness me. Um, any artwork in the world? Um, Ina Klein and Natch Music by Dorothy Tanning, I think. Which one is that? It's the one where it's a corridor um, with a little girl walking down it and all the gravity's inverted. Oh, yeah. And there's a sort of, yeah, she's sort of puppet-like and there's a, a sunflower that seems to be alive. Yes. And a crack of light in the door. I think it's the closest anyone's got to capturing what it's like to have a dream. Mm. I think it's a um, very, very uncanny representation of, of like a weird, unnerving dream. Have you ever painted your dreams? I won't wish that on the world. <laughs> Do you have quite dark dreams? I've got um, I d sometimes, but uh, they I get very visceral. Like I, I can remember my dreams quite well and they feel very real. So when mm -hmm. I wake up, sometimes it sort of carries into the day a little bit. Um, but And I get sleep paralysis as well, so that can be quite fun. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, so it's where there's a delay between your... Uh, body waking up and your like consciousness coming around so uh basically I feel awake before my body's caught up so it's right. like for a split second it's probably only a matter of seconds but it feels like minutes where you can't um you're completely awake you're, co you're conscious but you can't move your body at all mm, that's horrible. um yeah and it's quite common that people sort of hallucinate with it I tend not to have um visual hallucinations but I get uh, oral hallucination, AU hallucinations. Mm. Um, it's like I had one the other week where I could just hear screaming. <laughs> and well, it was just in your head. Yeah, it? so I, I I couldn't. I woke. I you know ostensibly woke up. Um, couldn't even open my eyes. Couldn't move my body, and I could hear what felt like thirty to forty people in the room just screaming at the top of their lungs. Maybe there were thirty or forty people. <laughs> Maybe they made a sharp exit. If that's the case. <laughs> That sounds quite terrifying. It is quite terrifying. The first time I ever had it, I was in a car, um, not not driving. <laughs> and uh, I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm paralysed. Like I've literally, I'm paralysed. And then That's I came strange. How, That's very strange. Have you always had that since you were little? Um, or was this a recent? No, I think I only started getting it when I was about 19, something like that. Is it stress related, do you think? Do you know, I've noticed it happens more when I'm going through periods of change, when there's like unsettled, uh, something's unsettled. Mm. You'd be a very good therapist, Danny. Do you think? Yeah, you have a very gentle way of asking um, <laughs> really uh, quite intense questions. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you always been right? mad? <laughs> I think it's the paints. They yeah, have, it they is, isn't it? It's when your hands are occupied. Do you get ASMR? Do I, as in, do I understand it or do, or do I do well, it? Well, I think this, this is a bit of a common misconception, I think, because people like, obviously people that watch ASMR are like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like ASMR stands for autosensory meridian response. So like it's the it's the physical response that you get from watching it. So like the, mm. you know, like if someone's tickling your arm yeah. and you get that sort of lovely, relaxing, goosebumpy thing, mm -hmm. that's ASMR. And then it's sort of... Um, translated so as in do i get that yeah so do you um, get that sensation i don't think i've probably listened to enough to know okay. I, I understand that it can be very relaxing it's lovely yeah sort of but like... i think my first my earliest memory of of getting it is watching um do you know the film stepmum 
I do, but I Susan haven't seen Susan Sarandon it. and um, Julia Roberts. Uh, there's a bit where Julia Roberts teaches her stepdaughter how to paint trees. Mm. And she, um, she's got a little paintbrush and some watercolours. And she tells her to make the sound where she goes... As she's as she's painting the leaves on the trees, mm. and I think that's the first thing that ever gave me ASMR. Oh really? And yeah, it's nice to have. That's a really nice thing when you listen to this podcast. You get to hear pencils and paint. Mm, and I like this noise. Lovely noise. <laughs> Lovely noise. Very good. Um, does that help with painting trees? Going. I think when the the technique she uses, she sort of splays the brush, and then right. just dabs it. Um, I'd say personally, Julia Roberts, for, <laughs> for trees, I like to use a dry brush Do for the leaves. Do you really? Yeah. I have, in brush. fact, I have, not with me, but in my studio, <laughs> I have a specific brush that I use for leaves on trees. No. That's like quite dry and bristly, almost like a brush you'd use to sort of paint a shed or something. Oh, fantastic. Quite thick, dry, splayed leaves. Oh, leaves? Splayed, what are they called? Bristles. Bristles, yeah. But that's my tree brush. Oh, fantastic. I love that you have a studio and you you go and spend time in it. Thank you. It's expensive and I'm, yeah. But it's your job. You're an artist. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is my job. <laughs> it's weird though, isn't it? When you're like, no one would care if I sort of painted this tree or not. But then you sort of do it and you hope that someone might. I've been to your, ex well, one of your exhibitions. It was oh, yeah, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, that was very nice of you to come to that. It was lovely. You but did so, it was just so great. A group exhibition. That was at um, Candid Arts, wasn't it? It was, and it was very, very good. Thank you. That's me trying to get better at taking compliments. Good. You <laughs> Thank did, you, did, you. You did very well. <laughs> Not to double down on another compliment, yeah. but you took that very well. Um, um, yeah, I'm always quite cynical when I see people doing paint in like film or TV. Yes. Have you seen um, Black Mirror, the recent series? Do you know I haven't? Um, I've I've really fallen behind with Black Mirror. There's well, I won't spoil it for you, but in episode three of the new series, there's quite a lot of oil painting that goes on. Is there? But as soon as I don't want to give anything away, but as soon as he asked for the oil paints in the scene, I looked at the palette and I was like, "That's acrylic." Oh, that's stressful. <laughs> and then so that was clear, it. My disbelief it? was <laughs> suspended. Oh, what a shame. There's a difference, guys. Um, I, before I decide whether to commit to doing something, mm. how long have we got left? I'd say we've got about 10, 15 minutes. Okay, I'm not going to commit to that. Oh, no, but I don't want to <laughs> stop you doing something that, you know, it might might change your life forever. Oh. What, what was it? Out I of interest. I don't know whether to just paints like a bit of wall like black i don't want to waste your lovely paints oh don't worry about that at all they're here to be used there's a really lovely um painting i think by dora carrington um called a, a study of litton litton strucky's hands mm. and it's litton strucky sort of holding it's holding a book but it almost looks like a like they're in prayer, like his hands are in prayer. Oh wow! And they're these really like beautiful, elegant hands. That's a lovely, lovely painting. Okay, that, that's not what mine are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah one of mine's a little bit Legoy, actually. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not delighted with one of them. Quick fire round. 
Oil or watercolour? Oil. Portrait or landscape? Portrait, I'm afraid. Acting or reacting? Reacting. Can you separate the art from the artist? <sighs> it's medium dependent. Okay, so in, in fine art? I'm afraid so, I think. Yeah. And in uh, music? Nuance is the enemy of the quick fire round. I isn't know. It? <laughs> it is. I've said that before. Uh, I think I think there's new there's nuance to that, and it's um, again it's it's very dependent on context and mm-hmm. crime. <laughs> Should <laughs> I give some uh, examples of crime? Yeah, sure. Let's get in. white collar white collar crime. I reckon we can we're probably fine with tortured artist or practical police officer. Oh, tortured artist. I think I'm afraid Essex or Edinburgh. Oh. How do I upset everyone? Mm. Preston. Let's go with him. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Um, Lily Allen or Kate McKinnon? Oh, Oh, goodness me. Have you met either of them? I haven't met either of them, no. I've not even seen either of them. Oh, goodness me. I should not be finding this question harder than (laughs) can you separate the art from the artist? They're both just brilliant, aren't they? Can I have them both? Yeah, you can. Thank you. Talk about or think about art? Think. Looking at a painting close up or far away? Close up, I think, yeah. Private view or view of privates? A view of privates. Art or music? Where does one end and the other begin? Thank you. We just don't know. (laughs) Um, Art or books? As above, I think. Yeah, I think they're quite indistinguishable. Um, comedy or painting? Let's keep me in the job. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, painting from life, landscape or still life? Life, yeah. We had a lady that came in um, to our school as a life model and she'd fall asleep every time. And oh, I thought, really? I don't think I'll ever be that relaxed. No, I also... Don't think I would be very still. I'm quite a sort of, I move quite a lot in my sleep. Well, I tried to become a life drawing model. When I first moved to Edinburgh, I wanted some extra cashola Mm -hmm. and thought, I think I'll probably be quite good at that. I'm quite good at being still. I I don't mind that as as a concept. And I like... I like life drawing myself and uh, no one would have me. <laughs> really? <laughs> they were like, have you got experience? I was like, well, I've been naked before and if you need... Yeah, I mean, how much experience do you need? Yeah, I was like, if you need any um, sort of uh, proof that I don't mind being in front of crowds, being vulnerable. Yeah. Can... Well, and they just said, just a flat out no. Yeah, they were just like, no, you need to you need to have done it before. I was like, well, well so where do you start? Circle, yeah, isn't it? That's not really something you could do work experience for, is it? It's yeah. frowned upon, Just certainly. Send, send them some needs and be like, does this count? Experience? <laughs> oh dear. It's nice actually, my flatmate and I, we try to do, it's quite reminiscent of this, we um, we have a portacolour night where we drink port and um, paint with watercolours. Oh, um, that's nice. When we're both in the flat and don't have anything to do, which is rarer and rarer these days. I think you have to be sort of delicate and patient with watercolour. I think so. Neither of which... I no, am. I am with you on that. Okay, I'm so nearly done. How are you getting on? Yeah, I think I could... I'm um, just going to frame my sort of man oh, in the window. Good. And then I'm going to sign it. Hey, Amy, we've got the same initials. We do! Second guest the Arctic to have Monkeys the same... album. Yeah. Uh, who's, who was our other guest? Anya Magliano. Of course! Oh, look at us, the little the AMs. AMs. 
But you and you sign with paint, don't you? Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, should I? No, but that's nice. That's I think that's very pro, isn't it? Is it? Again, I've I've gone pure I've gone pure pencil. Um, have you used paint at all? I've not used a jot of paint. Wow. Do you know what? That saves me washing, making Great. a new palette for the next guest. Great. <laughs> and that's just an insight into the logistics <laughs> of recording this oh, podcast. Oh, in that case, you're welcome. Thank you. You're absolutely <laughs> welcome. Do you have anything you want to plug? I think my special will be coming out oh, on great. YouTube. Yeah, um, it's called Moreover the Moon and it's last year's show. Nice. Um, so I think that should be out and about by the time this goes out. Where did you film it? I filmed it at Monkey Barrel Comedy Club. Nice. In B3, a very special place. The home club in many ways. It's a lovely venue, that. Yeah, it's great. It's very, very cool. Okay. Are you? Are we going to reveal it? I think we are. <gasps> yeah. If this was like the end of Golden Balls, <laughs> did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. But Jasper Carrot. I like the reference. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I'm worried mine's going to be really pants. No, it's not. I think it might be. I've now. I mean, accidentally looks like it, um, William. Is it William Defoe? Or Daniel Defoe, which one's the which one's the guy who's in everything? Which one's the guy that wrote everything? Um, didn't Daniel write everything? Daniel wrote everything. Uh, William Defoe. I've I think I've accidentally <laughs> drawn William Defoe in some Crocs. <laughs> I love that. I've not done any footwear on mine. Okay, you should know, we reveal? Oh, I think we must. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, I love him. You also oh, look like Van Gogh. At- so it do- as in like it looks uh, like the man Van Gogh. Man looks, he looks <laughs> like the man Van Gogh. Um, yours I is love beautiful. It. Yours is beautiful. Yours is, has got the romance to it. I think. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Oh, and I would put that on my wall. What you've done? Oh, Look at it. It's stunning. I love yours. yours I love that you. Your shading is perfect as well. Do you think? Oh, mm, that's very beautiful. kind. That's very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank what a you. pleasure. Thanks so much for doing this. Oh, this has it's been so lovely. Very relaxing start to the oh, day. Very relaxing start to the day. Um, thank you, Amy. I'm going to press you, stop. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Amy for being fantastic. You can follow Amy on social media at Amy F. Matthews. And if you want to see our paintings from today, then follow Secret Artists on social media at Secret Art Pod. You can also make a one-off donation via the link in the show notes. And if you enjoyed it, then why not leave us a lovely five-star review? We also love it when you continue to paint along with us and send us in your artwork. So please do keep doing that. It's lovely to see your work. You're all incredibly talented. Apart from that one guy that sent in that. No, no, I I won't go there. Joking. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.